0: Spidages, spidages, radioactive oh. spidages.
1: <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masters who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave... Hello. And Casey. Wow. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme?
2: This month, our theme is Johnny Law. We're looking for any movie about the cops, the po-po, the feds, uh, the federales, if you want to go down Mexico way. So... (laughs) Last week, we watched Central Intelligence with the lovely Dwayne Johnson. This week, we changed things up a little bit. Casey, what did we watch?
0: I got an awful suggestion from a lovely person in the form of 1999's Blue Streak, starring Martin Lawrence, Luke Wilson, and Three Seconds of Octavia Spencer. (laughs) And man, was this a fucking movie. I've seen this movie quite a few times but Mm. not since like 2003. Uh, I'm going to push back
2: on the person who recommended this being a lovely person. I feel like (laughs) you may have done something to offend them at some point. Casey, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. So here's your setup. After a long jail stint, you've gone to retrieve the diamond that you hid in the vents of a building under construction. Unfortunately, it turns out that building is now a police station. Uh, you've decided to go ahead with your brilliant plan, anyways. Uh, you got onto an adjacent building, you climbed onto the roof, uh, you clambered down through the vents, and you think you found the access panel you need. Unfortunately, that access panel actually leads into the sewage system. Um, so you've always been a head first, ask questions later kind of person. Yeah. So, in the 10 seconds before you dive head first into what I want to remind you is LAPD police waste. So, like,
0: Coffee, cocaine, tequila.
2: In the 10 seconds before that happens, sell us on this movie.
0: The classic American tale of fake it till you make it, proving no matter how mediocre you are, you can still get a promotion in the LAPD in the 90s. (laughs) Seven seconds. (laughs) You just, you gotta show up. Showing up is 90% of the job.
2: You'll actually be better than most of the actual officers, which I don't think is the point they were going for, but...
0: (laughs) And actors. It's the 90s. It's... Mm. All right, before we get too deep into Blue Streak, let's go over
1: the movie that shitty cinema watched. Remember 1999 when Martin Lawrence was Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible, Leonardo DiCaprio from Catch Me If You Can, and Bill Cosby from Leonard Part 6, all at the same damn time?
2: Little too heavy on the Cosby vibes here. So Martin Lawrence is a jewel thief doing one last big job. They got to steal a $70 million diamond. Unfortunately, one of his teammates isn't good in math and doesn't want to split the money four different ways. So backstabber McGee kills Lawrence's best friend and botches the whole job up. Lawrence gets arrested, but not before duct taping the diamond inside the third floor air conditioning duct of a building under construction nearby.
1: Fast forward two years later, and Lawrence is a free man and ready to get his diamond. Unfortunately for him, the construction has finished, and his big payday is now in the ducting of the new home of the LAPD. Tis but a minor hiccup for the master spy, however, because, you know, it's the 90s, and faking identities is as easy as having access to a straight blade, a laminating machine, and a dot matrix printer. Right? It's like, one, two, three.
0: Damn, I wish I would have taken that crafting class.
2: (laughs) Hey, I just stay in the scouts. I got a badge for that. Lawrence manages to talk himself into the police station, but his fake credentials are a little bit too good. He looks like an all-star cop on paper, so he gets partnered up with the bumbling rookie played by Luke Wilson.
1: Oh, uh, it's like <laughs> discount cop-out.
2: No, this came first, so cop-out's like a high-grade this. <laughs> <laughs> high-grade! So unlike cop-out though, Lawrence turns out to be pretty damn good at policing burglaries. He manages to Mr. Magoo his way into catching a fraudster. He captures a criminal. He assaults some of them in interrogation. By LAPD standards, he's pretty damn good.
1: I know his secret, Dave. He thinks like a criminal.
2: Yeah, because he's a criminal.
1: Exactly. Lawrence even gives that same advice to Wilson. Lawrence finally gets to the exact location of the diamond, only to find that it's gone. He learns that the docks were flushed at some point with water, which... I don't have a degree in ductology, but I'm pretty sure that's not how you clean air ducts.
0: Okay. If they only, first of all, I've never seen an air duct get washed out with water. They get ignored, at least in restaurants. So if he was in jail for like five, 10 years in the 15, I worked at the same restaurant. We didn't clean them one time. So I'm going to call bullshit. if They're power washing these ducts. at most. They're like throwing something half dead to, you know, lure out whatever is already living in there.
2: Every week you just spike a can of Febreze and huck it in there and hope for the best. (laughs) So Lawrence figures out the diamond is now in the ducks above the evidence room. Before he can go and check that out though, he gets sent out on a call. The FBI shows up, but instead of using that as an excuse to go back to the actual plot, the movie decides to up the ante and add an even more ridiculous Mr. McCash Me If Scooby Doo adventure.
1: That's exactly what it is, Dave. Lawrence gets all gung-ho about showing off to the FBI with his fellow cops and he signs up for a sting where he delivers heroin to a brutal international cartel because his dumb ass found the diamond and promptly dropped that son of a bitch into the heroin pallet in evidence, which is then used for the sting immediately, which could have been the entire plot of this movie.
2: When Lawrence gets to the sting, his two remaining jewel thief buddies show up and the one that shot his friend gets the diamond. And I swear this wasn't ad-libs. Lawrence stalls the cartel long enough for the FBI to swoop in, saves Luke Wilson's life, runs down a speeding armored truck, rides in the back Mm -hmm. towards Mexico, jumps out onto the pavement at the border, hops into a cop Mm -hmm. car, (gasps) flips the truck in Mexico, gets the diamond, and shoots his former partner.
1: What the ever-loving fuck was that? But you know, Dave, what's worse than all of that? Than all of it? What's that? That Luke Wilson figured out Lawrence was a fucking jewel thief and lets him get over the Mexico border before revealing it. And do you know how he did it? Do you? Do you? He thought like a fucking criminal.
2: Aw, like Mark told him.
1: Yes. No, I'm not okay. (laughs) (laughs) The jamming of like eight movies in this and poorly executing all of them.
0: All right, Jay, I'm going to need to prescribe you a fucking chill pill because... This movie wasn't all bad. It did decent on the action. It tried. Is it bad boys? Did it? No. But at least it was more action mm. that we've seen in a lot of fucking movies this month. He moves more than Segal.
1: What okay. What action scenes stood out to you, Casey?
0: Okay. They tried to set tension with the opening heist. You have Martin and blatantly evil guy trying to like float down this little like tubing <laughs> thing. Then they outsmart the security guy a couple times. They have to tell Dave Chappelle not to chain smoke in his car, even though it's his fucking car. So I mean do what you want, dude. That's on you. It's your fucking car. Um yeah, PS Dave Chappelle's in this. So if you watch it for no other reason, watch it for Dave Chappelle because he's <laughs> a shining light in this world.
1: Absolutely.
2: He really is. I they did use a zip line in their heist, which I feel is a critically underused technology. Why do movies always forget about the zip line? they're awesome it's so much fun
0: it looks like fun they didn't slow it down you know like some of them are like too slow Where you are like i don't care how high up you are that's so fucking slow you're not allowed to be scared like it looked like a normal zipline you know what i'm saying it wasn't like sped up it it was a good looking zipline shot
2: yeah maybe that's why they don't use more ziplines in heist because nobody can ride a zipline without going wee and that's just (sighs) bad for stealth
1: I don't know man, Tango and Cash, Sly Stallone and Kurt Russell look like fucking badasses when they're escaping from that jail or prison, whatever on ziplines, and it's fucking awesome. I'm I'm with the I'm in on the zipline thing. Alright.
2: Are
0: More they zip spinning? Lines.
2: This is a pro Zipline podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I w- like as I was saying that I was like, oh shit. I I do have strong feelings about zipline scenes. I never realized this about myself. <laughs> Check the box for self discovery today.
1: All right, if I'm being fair, I did have a little fun with one of the action scenes. Well, it's two scenes, really. Uh, After Martin Lawrence has has infiltrated the police, he stops at a gas station and someone starts to rob it. And he gets involved as a cop. Turns out it's fucking Dave Chappelle again.
0: Dave Chappelle running into Martin Lawrence while he's standing up a liquor store. And Martin Lawrence just happens to be there. And the chaos that ensues is so god dave Chappelle is so good at playing that role that role of just like (laughs) the guy like hey man what are you doing oh my god it's so wait oh shit we're in the middle of a robbery like he's so perfect as the slightly distracted hapless (laughs) idiot
1: yeah i think you nailed it with the the pre tyrone uh one of my favorite parts of that is when he's he's robbing that store martin lawrence ends up putting a gun to the back of his head so they don't know who each other is and he tells him to put his hands on the ground or he tells it on the, the cement and he's like but there is no cement and he's like put it on the noodles and then dave chappelle's like chicken or beef and it's fucking brilliant i died i, died. I mean it's absolutely lovely right
2: also, uh, it's not necessarily a Dave Chappelle thing, but he's knocking over that liquor store with a fully automatic SMG. And that <laughs> is something I really liked about the 90s, that all of our movies were like, hey, you know, these common criminals having gunfights with SMGs Uzis. in the streets.
1: Uzis. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and and I love that they use the gun to really good comedic effect because immediately after the scene in the convenience store right martin runs after dave who he lets escape and then he dave runs into a dead-end alley and so they have the standoff they're about to shoot dave and martin's like no, no 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 no! i'm gonna go negotiate with him and it leads to one of the best scenes with fucking dave yes. Chappelle in, it in blue streak
2: oh yeah just hiding behind a dumpster blind firing an uzi around this corner <laughs> of it
0: Well, they go, like, there's nowhere to run. He's like, I know. Like, yeah, I get that. Like, I know there's nowhere to run. Fuck you. I'm still going to. And then Dave's confused,
1: like, why Martin Lawrence is with the cops, right? Because Dave's expecting him to be a criminal. And so they're having this whispered conversation about, like, shut up, man. I'm doing a job.
2: All right. Martin convinces Dave to let him fake arrest him so that you know he (laughs) can keep pretending to be a cop. Which Dave's fine with, but wants to keep his gun, which is great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, but I'm keeping the gun. I just got this.
0: Yeah. So you were super triggered about Luke Wilson letting Martin go at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, he knew he was a bad guy. Why do you let him go? Blah blah. blah. Well, they kind of set it up in the when Martin first became a fake cop and they go and pe- I almost said peg. Well, maybe they do. They peg this guy for fraud because the guy's saying, oh, all these rims got stolen and it proved he just yeah. hit him in his own truck and was trying to get an insurance payout. And Martin Lawrence kind of like roughs him up a little bit and gets some information out of him and then leaves. And Luke Wilson's like, why aren't we arrest him? And he's like, well, because sometimes you got to let him go. And then they owe you a favor. So were they trying to like set this up for a sequel? I wonder.
2: Yes, actually, though I don't know if Luke Wilson was supposed to be in it, but yes, there was originally going to be a sequel to this movie that never got made.
1: Oh, Casey, Aha! that's a really fucking clever insight. Sniff, I didn't sniff. Get up on that.
0: Well, I'm intuitive. I intuited it.
1: <laughs> no, I I think that's really cuz there was supposed to be a sequel and I think something happened, right? And and they end up canceling it. 9/11. So, uh, oh, man. <laughs> It Don't took everything think it was specifically. So, just just so we're clear, <laughs> that makes me angrier. <laughs> because fuck uh, you! Stop baking your sequel bullshit into movies,
0: Marvel. They have to, you know, he owes someone. Who knows what Get that fucked. may be? Well, now they have a I Mexican mean... connection. So, if someone go, you know flee flee flees, if someone if someone runs over the border. <laughs> he, They now have Martin Lawrence there and he can use one of his 10,000 disguises to go catch a bad guy. And you know what? I'm really proud of this movie. We only had like one Martin Lawrence side character and it was annoying dancing pizza guy with gross teeth.
2: Yeah, his original oh. attempt to get into the police station where he delivers oh, yeah. pizzas in a tracksuit. And, like, like those fake redneck teeth you can buy at a gas station sometimes, but, like, a yeah. scary gas station.
1: That look really fake and plastic.
0: Kind of like a disco crackhead radio. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And he also stuffs his belly with a, I'm assuming, a pillow and a belt.
0: You guys want some pizza? Like, it was it was so much there was so much dancing after he stole an id card he stood outside of the lapd literally where so he would get hit by a door if someone came through and danced about it for like five minutes this movie Too did much. that a lot of he's Too not much. funny when he danced he got all this dancing out in martin so let's stop he also
2: manhandled the fuck out of those pizzas while he was pretending to be a pizza delivery man. And like, yeah. you are not blending in, man. I would stop to marvel at how bad at your job
1: you are. <laughs> I know, right? Well, he's super loud and obnoxious the whole time.
0: You are taking that New York City street performer energy and just jamming it in a police station. You're going to get some looks, man. You're not you're not sneaking by anything. It was the 90s? Sorry. I, that's we can't use that as every excuse. Right, God damn it. That's fair. We can't. But we did a lot of enabling Martin in these days. We got Big Mama's house. That was a year yeah. later. Casey. Could we go
1: back to the, the scene uh, the first crime that Martin solves? Because I I, I I have really strong feelings about that scene. So I really love the setup for that, right? They get called in for a simple burglary. It looks like uh, fairly cut and dry. But then Martin starts talking about how he'd do it, right? How he'd, how he'd come in through the ceiling. And he's like, right? they didn't just blow this window out. And the guy's like, no, no, no. They definitely came through here. And Martin's like, no, no, no. Because that's that's ridiculous. You know why? Because these things are stupid heavy, right? And he points out that the rims are really heavy. And he's like, then you're going to need like this huge truck. And as he's working through it, you see the shop owner starting to get a little nervous and sweating. Martin looks out and notices that there's a truck out there. Yeah, let's put aside that he called the fucking cops and didn't move the truck, which is fucking stupid. But uh, the whole thing evolves in a way that I think is really, really fun. I really, I enjoy, I'm a sucker for that kind of crime drama plot. You're a slut really for problem. Columbo. Right, yes, I'm a, I, MacGyver, <laughs> Columbo, fucking, I watched a shit ton of Matlock as a kid. I'm into this. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. The only thing is, the acting sucked. Like, Martin was fucking flat, and so was the shop
0: owner. I really liked when they were talking about the heroin uh, meetup of how they knew what kind of truck it was going to be on, how it was going to be a B for <laughs> Boardwalk, yeah, or yeah, I don't yeah. remember the fuck bonded. it was. Bonded, bonded. Yeah, a bonded truck. Like, that was cool. Like, walking through the, I wish we had more scenes like that, but unfortunately... If we would have taken out all of the dancing and hamming for the camera, we would have had time to develop more of those scenes.
2: Yeah, we could have had a lot more fun with that. And I, I definitely agree that I enjoyed the, like, master thief using his skills to solve crimes. Yeah. And it was structured a lot in the same way as, like, a Sherlock Holmes, like, aha. But it's also worth pointing out that that type of detective work only works in fiction because he doesn't prove <laughs> anything and just no. happens to be right.
0: Right. It's like the guess and check police method, you know? I guess. I'll kind of check. Guess and check. My favorite kind of math.
2: You should probably find some piece of evidence before (laughs) performing that illegal search.
0: Right. Nope. That's what the underlings are for. I guess I think this guy's guilty. Someone else can prove it, though. That's what the court's for. (laughs)
1: It makes the, the whole Luke Wilson exchange make sense, though, right? Because Luke Wilson is like, well, why aren't we arresting him? And one story, and the one that Martin gives him, is that, you know, you're you're getting uh, capital from him. But really also, like, you also only obtained that evidence illegally. So it's probably yeah, I mean, better this, to do that.
2: It's definitely not going to hold up in court. He's going to get right. away with it now. Right. You, you...
1: You're far better off scaring the shit out of him and having him be a fucking informant or something
0: yeah but I mean, we get to see Martin escalate. He goes from kind of letting that slide to beating up that guy that he had to chase to eventually just shooting a man on an open street in Mexico. It was very it you know his meteoric rise.
2: they were not far in New Mexico either. Nope. they were like no. three blocks in and like doesn't I were shown Mexican police at the border. yep, I don't. It's kind of weird in retrospect that nobody else intervened on the Mexican side.
0: Yeah, that guy looked like a bad guy. That guy looked like a bad guy.
2: Right. It's another movie thing, especially, like, 90s movie things, where, like, the Mexican border is, like, safe zone as a kid. Like, "Uh uh-uh, I made it across the border, you can't do anything. And you don't just immediately get arrested by the Mexican authorities
0: that hang out there, too.
1: Right, and also... It's often like in this movie, totally lawless. You could just go over there and murder people because it's Mexico.
0: Yeah, thanks the 90s, I guess I don't know. Okay, he we keep alluding to this guy he shoots in Mexico. It's his former partner, the guy that's worse at math than me. Um, <laughs> I forget his name Deacon Dun- Deacon Deacon. His name's Deacon and he's just your typical backstabbing bad guy. He doesn't really get much of a backstory. He is an ever, I can't even say he's an ever-present threat in the movie. He knows Martin gets out of jail, and then he kind of, like, follows him a little bit, but then he only shows up at the end. He yeah, sees the he guy betrays- that he gets the fake IDs from, and then he's just like, well, I'll just wait till he's almost in Mexico. It's fine.
2: Yeah, he betrays Martin at the beginning. He shows up in the middle just to kind of remind the audience that he's in the film.
0: Hey, remember <laughs> me?
2: Uh. And then he comes back at the end so that Martin can shoot him in the face. But otherwise, he's not really important to the film, which sucks because he's played by the wonderful Peter Green, better known as fucking Zed from Pulp Fiction. Yes. And he's just he's so much better than this movie gives him space for.
1: He's also the bad guy in the mask, right? Like Peter Green is a fucking gem and he's criminally underutilized.
0: Okay, they also had William Forsythe, who was also a gem, and yeah. his eyes literally lit up at police brutality. He loved it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah. completely yeah. on board immediately.
0: I <laughs> love him as that guy. He's I like to see him happy. When he's happy, I'm happy. His little blue eyes lit up. He was so silly. The whole what a like gem.
1: LAPD or violent shtick was fucking great. It was fucking great i mean i get that like this is partially a commentary on the lapd and in that it succeeds
0: is it because yeah. it feels like hey where they get gays we break the law sometimes but so do you but we got sticks this mm. didn't feel it does like that, it does that too
2: <sighs> side note this is the second time that william forsyth paid a law enforcement agent who's secretly pleased that his criminal He's pursuing, gets away with it at the end of the film. And, like, it's not in the rock. it's not a trend. Yeah, he, he, he was saying that's a the, lower number rock. than I
0: assumed it was. So, <laughs>
2: it's so weird that it kind of came up twice, you know?
0: I was going to guess around four to five. So, you know, we spent a lot of time in the LAPD building. I don't know if it's that nice in real life. They had a pretty fucking feng shui and fancy in the movie. There was a Mario Brothers-esque scene in the elevator where oh, Martin man. goes to get on the elevator and he's his first day faking being a cop. And the doors open and it's like eight patrolmen. And they're just staring at each other's like, uh, are you going to get on? He's like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And what happens next? We've all been there. <laughs> and if you've smoked weed, you've been there more than the rest of us. <laughs>
2: right. The visible discomfort that Martin Lawrence is in sharing an elevator with five uniformed officers was an emotion I really understood. That is every time you make eye contact with a cop while high.
1: Yes.
0: Even if you're not doing something illegal, you're still like, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to jail for the rest of my life. I don't want to like sneeze and accidentally grab your gun and then have you shoot me in the face why would I do that I don't know but now that my brain thought of it it's all it can think about <laughs> like when you're standing on a cliff and you're like jump 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 and you're like no what no why I like my dog stop but like you're just like oh my god am I being really weird right now I'm being really fucking weird right now and I'm not gonna act it out
1: imagine being a jewel thief in that scenario
0: well, he wouldn't have to be a jewel thief if he would have just butt-chugged that diamond. He would have never had to go back into the police station ever again. He would have just went to the plastic surgeon.
1: I mean, so much of this movie is dominated by his search for the diamond that's completely uninteresting. Him crawling around in ducks. Him Even when he gets creative and, and puts the uh, camera and light and uh, on the... The RC car and drives it through the docks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't care. And then once he finally gets it, he Mr. Magoo fumbles it. Butterfinger. Pretty much immediately. Immediately.
0: Like I, I would not I just... have taken it out and stared at it and blah like, take a look, put it in your pocket, go. Right.
1: And also like this movie had other really great ideas. Part of it was all of the shit they jam it at the end, like. Why didn't you make those a movie?
0: Okay, like we talked about earlier, if we took everything unnecessary out of this film, it'd be a 20-minute Martin Lawrence art house (laughs) film, possibly (laughs) directed by Wes Anderson. Well, I've received a lot of flack at home for bringing this movie, even though it wasn't my fucking fault, Jay.
1: I'm blaming you.
0: So, Mm. tell me. Look into my eyes 1999's Blue Streak, would you watch it again?
1: Oh, hell no. No. I don't <laughs> wow. fucking really like Martin Lawrence. And I didn't think it was funny. Dave Chappelle's great. And there's some side characters that I enjoyed. But as I've ranted and raved about the insanity of this, no. No, I it fell flat for me. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't have a good time. I want my time back. I want it back. Dave, what about you? 1999's Blue Streak, would you watch it again?
2: Okay, this is not a good movie by any stretch of imagination. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that anything Martin Lawrence is in is not a good movie. (laughs) You could just blanket statement that. But I don't think it's as insane as you make it out to be. In fact, the basic plot structure of criminal pretends to be cop to get away with crime comedically is a pretty deep well if you really want to dig into it ah Martin Lawrence is not funny but there's a couple good performances in this like William Forsyth and Dave Chappelle and for the most part it was inoffensive enough yeah I think I'd probably watch this again (gasps) though not 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 soon not soon (laughs) I need a couple years
0: I need a break come
2: back to this
0: take some time off
2: yeah Case, how about you? I know you've seen this before. We've discussed it. So 1999's Blue Streak. Would you watch it again?
0: So, like you said, and I really love the image you've made of something inoffensive on the TV in the background at Thanksgiving. Um, Right. In that sense, yes, I would. I, though, I would not seek this film out again. I have seen this movie many times in the early aughts. Um, you know, it's young Luke Wilson. As long as you can walk away every time Martin does a fucking 10 minute dance sequence, it's not bad. There are absolutely worse fucking movies out there like Cop Out. Okay? Oh, I'd
1: much rather watch Cop sure. Out.
0: Oh, suck my much dick from rather. the back. Absolutely or like not. Bad boys. But I'd rather hey, watch excuse bad me. Boys. I'm talking. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, okay. We didn't bring bad boys, bitch. I'm talking about cop month. I would much rather watch this thing uh, cop out. But no, I wouldn't watch this again. But I, yeah, I wouldn't watch That's it bad. again. I've se- I'm not saying you shouldn't watch it. But again, I've seen this a lot already. And it I've had about a almost 20 year break. And I'm good with that. I'm comfortable. Well, that, I guess, brings it to the verdict. Two out of three of us would not watch Blue Streak again. Dave, you're on your own. I'm sorry, buddy. You're on a lonely island. Next week, it's a whole new month. We're actually kind of taking a little bit of a, a break. We're giving the hottest takes during the hottest month of the year without a fucking context, baby. We're watching random episodes of a couple suggested animes. Uh, Like, so just one. One episode, usually in the middle of the season, not having a fucking clue of what's going on, no context. Uh, And a lot of these you can actually find on Netflix. So, uh, very excited for that. Very excited. Uh, Spoiler, we've got one piece on there, and that's something two of us have never watched before. So... Get excited to not know what the fuck is happening. In the meantime, follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at badmoviesbadpeople, PPL, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or shittycinema.com. Check the description below if you didn't catch all that, and if you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up on Facebook, share us with a friend. In the meantime, let's turn out the lights, pull out the duct tape, and put it in the right duct this time. God damn.